Welcome to Making Your Impact, a podcast to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make your positive impact on the world. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I have a passion for making an impact, and I also have a passion for helping you make yours. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the 50th episode of Making Your Impact. I can hardly believe it, and I'm so thankful that you're here listening. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Melissa Ike. I'm a co-founder and the director of communications and development for the Dragonfly Home, a nonprofit in Oklahoma City that serves survivors of human trafficking. I'm also a writer, speaker, and attorney. And you can learn more about me at melissaike.com. That's Melissa E-I-C-K.com. I'm excited to share some summer fun time impact plans with you on today's episode. In fact, this episode is the last regular episode of season three of Making Your Impact. I'll tell you what you can expect for the next few weeks and for season four of the show. But before I dive into that, it's time for this week's Instagram shout out. This week's shout out goes to Kristen Westfall at Kristen Westfall Realtor. And that's Westfall F-A-H-L. I had the pleasure of meeting Kristen at a Galentine's Day fundraiser that benefited Dragonfly earlier this year. Thank you, Kristen, for following the show's Instagram. And with that, it's time for the first announcement about season four of Making Your Impact. That was the last Instagram shout out ever because there are two changes coming up. First, I'm going to merge the Making Your Impact Instagram account with my own personal Instagram account at Melissa Ike. I'll keep the account open, but all the posts will be migrating over the next few weeks. Second, I will be replacing the Instagram shout out with a brand new type of shout out. It's the Twitter shout out. So anyone who retweets any of my tweets about an episode of the podcast just might get a shout out on the show. I decided to switch it up this way because now when you help me get the word out about the show, I can thank you properly for it. I'm pretty excited about this. So now let's get into my summer impact fun times. Lots to share today. First, I want to share with you a few ways that if you are so inclined, you can make your impact to fight human trafficking. I usually don't promote the Dragonfly Home, the nonprofit I co-founded on making your impact. I talk about Dragonfly in the context of how I'm making my impact on a day-to-day basis because fighting human trafficking is one of my life's callings. Also back in January, which is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, I talked about Dragonfly in a special month-long feature where I shared common misconceptions about human trafficking. And I've talked about our annual Crown of Beauty Gala. You know, Dragonfly is such a huge part of my life, um, but I haven't really gone super into detail about what we do. Um, And this is really the first time that I'm actually letting you all know about ways you could get involved. So we have some super fun things coming up this summer that you could participate in and make a difference for the human trafficking victim survivors we serve. First, I'll share a little background about Dragonfly. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm one of the three co-founders and I serve as the director of communications and development. So in my job, I've worn many, many, many hats. And I guess I'd say most succinctly, my job involves informing the public about Dragonfly, making sure that victim survivors of human trafficking can find and access information about our services, but then also creating and carrying out fundraising campaigns, which help make us able and available to provide services for the trafficking victim survivors we serve. So the Dragonfly Home exists because we believe every victim survivor of human trafficking deserves freedom and the opportunity to pursue a new life. Dragonfly was founded in March 2016 by myself 
and our two other co-founders, Whitney and Nikki, and we received certification from the Oklahoma Office of the Attorney General to legally begin serving human trafficking victim survivors that November of 2016. Since then, we have served over 350 victim survivors of both sex and labor trafficking through our non-residential human trafficking crisis center in an Oklahoma City, and we've fielded over 3,500 calls on our 24-hour human trafficking helpline. And that is with our tiny seven-person team. It's pretty incredible to have watched how the team has grown over the years, and yet we're so small, you know, small but mighty. Um, And we've had the opportunity to work with just incredible people on our team. Anyway, uh, so we serve at Dragonfly women, men, and non-binary people who are victims of sex and or labor trafficking. We serve mainly adults, but in certain circumstances, we can serve juveniles age 15 and up working with proper state agencies. Dragonfly does not discriminate against anyone on the basis of political affiliation, religious belief, age, disability, ethnicity, gender, gender identity, national origin, race, or sexual orientation. We're not a religious organization, though our faith, we all identify as Christian. Our faith certainly informed our decision and our desire to serve. But Dragonfly itself is not a religious organization, and we don't require any religious practices for receiving our services. Through trauma-informed case management, crisis intervention, and just truly innovative programming, Dragonfly makes sure that human trafficking victim survivors receive everything they need to recover from incredibly complex and severe trauma that they've suffered. You know, some people we serve have been trafficked for a weekend or a few weeks, some for years, and some their first trafficker was a parent or a grandparent, you know, when they were just children. So experiences can vary widely and it also affects the level of trauma that someone has experienced. But anyone who has um, experienced human trafficking has experienced most likely extreme violence, psychological manipulation that is, you know, so hard to even imagine. And then just being treated like a product for sale. That their only worth is the money that they can bring in. That is a special kind of trauma that is hard to relate to. And Dragonfly specializes exclusively in serving people who've had this experience in human trafficking. So the care that we provide uh, through our human trafficking crisis center is uh, medical care because people in the human trafficking may have been, you know, severely beaten in sex trafficking, sexually assaulted thousands of times. Uh, medical care is needed to treat injuries, sexually transmitted infections, uh, wounds, so much is needed there. We offer therapy so that victim survivors can work through the psychological trauma that they've experienced. One of the most important things we offer is transportation. So that can include transportation to our services from rural parts of Oklahoma. It can mean transportation around Oklahoma City to different types of appointments, but sometimes it means transportation hundreds or up to a thousand miles away from Oklahoma City because people need to get away from the presence of an especially violent trafficker who's trying to track them down. We have a robust court advocacy program to help victim survivors prepare to testify against a person who sold them or purchased them for sex. That is, I mean, participating in the 
justice system is already intimidating, but this is, you know, that's an especially hard thing to do, but has seen a lot of success through just preparing someone for what they're going to experience. That court advocacy program has resulted in some people being put behind bars, you guys. It's pretty incredible. And the incredible courage. Oh man, I mean, that is that is the standout thing about the people we serve is the incredible courage. All right, I digress. Um, we also really work to provide empowerment and resources so that people we serve can reach for whatever goals they choose to set, whatever they want for their lives, uh, whether those are educational goals, employment goals, getting their own housing, reconnecting with family, reconnecting with their children. You know, whatever it is that they want, they have the right to pursue. And so we're going to do all we can to help with that. And then finally, we um, provide a dragonfly support groups, which have been very popular with the people we serve. And those support groups have all kinds of different themes and activities that our wonderful program director, Nikki, has put together with her team. You know, with all of this, what's really important to us is to listen to the people we serve and make sure that the programming that we provide reflects what they need and what they want. So we're, you know, adapting and and changing things so that we can make it better for the people that we serve, which makes sense. And anything that I didn't mention on this list, anything else that they need, we're going to work to provide that. We've got a lot of amazing partners in the community and throughout the state that help with that. Human trafficking is really like this enormous issue with intimidating numbers, like 40 million people are currently enslaved worldwide, right? You can look at a number like that and think, how can I possibly help at all? Well, I'll tell you how. It's one person at a time, just like everything else. You know, if we all thought that way, nothing would ever get done, right? But You know, although human trafficking is a heavy issue, just inherently full of darkness, at Dragonfly, we get to see hope every day. I've gotten to meet some incredible people. They have gone through what can only be described as hell on earth, and they have the courage and the resilience to come out on the other side of that with the resolve to have something different in life, with the bravery to take steps to get there, to go through the hard work of, you know, rebuilding their lives. Um, so that they and their children can have something different than them. And then on top of that, they have hope, they have dreams, you know, where other people treated them like a commodity. We've seen people, victim survivors, begin to see their own value and that they have something unique and special to contribute to the world. And it's it's hard. It's not always just happy-go-lucky, you know. It is a process. Healing and recovery is never linear. Um, But at Dragonfly... We just want to walk alongside people throughout their journey and be there to provide the support that they need. I could go on and on. I mean, I kind of already have. Once I get going on this topic, I might not stop. (laughs) I will tell you, though, it has been one of the biggest honors of my life to be a co-founder and serve in leadership at Dragonfly. So there you go. There's some background. That's why I wanted to tell you about it, though, because this summer we have some super unique ways that anyone living anywhere in the world could get involved with, you know, in supporting our work. There's zero pressure for you to do this. But I've also found people generally like knowing about what I do, and they like to know about potential opportunities to get involved. So here we go. 
First up is Dragonfly's annual Future of Freedom campaign. So our motto at Dragonfly is a future of freedom for survivors of human trafficking. And this year, for the first time, we're offering three different ways that you can get involved with the Future of Freedom campaign. First, you can give. We're grateful for a donation of any amount. Every bit helps. You could even decide to become a monthly giver if you wanted. And if you want to look into that, you can visit thedragonflyhome.org slash donate. Super simple. Second, you can fundraise. So through our website, you can build your own fundraising page and then share it on your social media or email it to people, ask your friends and family to give. It's a super easy and pretty like not in your face kind of way to ask people to support what you're passionate about. Back when I was first, I love this story, back when I was first uh, building this fundraising page program into our website, I had an intern, I had a few interns just like go through it. I'm like, okay, I think I've got everything here. I'll have the three of you go and just create your own fundraising pages. Then we can, you know, see if there are any hiccups, if anything isn't clear, if anything doesn't work. And so that was super helpful. Well, one of them was like, well, I made a fundraising page, so I'm just going to go ahead and share it with people. And in like a few weeks, she'd raise something like $600 just by being like, hey, everyone, here's my fundraising page. I mean, it was so easy. I mean, the results may vary. That might not happen for everyone, but you might be surprised, you know? Finally, you can race to end human trafficking. For the first time ever, Dragonfly is hosting a virtual race. Well, we haven't roasted, we have never hosted a race of any kind. This is our first one and it's virtual. You have the option to do a 2K fun run, 5K, 10K, or a 21K, which is a half marathon. I suppose. If you're the kind of person who runs half marathons, you probably already know that, but I didn't. Our race captain is Taylor Wood, who was on the show a few weeks ago, and she legit runs half marathons all the time for fun. So we're like, yeah, you're going to be our race captain. You know what you're doing. So it was her idea to include the 21K because apparently due to the pandemic, a lot of runners have missed out on their half marathons. But here's the thing. You don't have to be a serious runner to do it. You can walk it. You can bike it. You can skate it. And listen to this. an intern who has decided to collect a group of friends to do the race on a bunch of bird scooters. Also, I recruited my friend Morgan, who's a master horsewoman. I'm not actually sure if that's the term, but like, you know what I mean, right? A horsewoman. She is going to do the race on horseback. Seriously, find a way that is fun for you and do it that way. And you can participate at any of the distances. So the virtual race is taking place the entire month of July. You can register anytime this month. I mean, you can register now. You just got to complete your race in whatever way you want to by Thursday, July 30th. The registration fee is $35. You'll get a medal in the mail and a digital bib that you can print and wear for your race. We're also going to have super cute race t-shirts and hoodies and tank tops for sale. We also have dragonfly water bottles if you would like one of those and really do your race in style. And then also you should take some photos while you do your race or maybe after it because then if you want, when you submit your race time, you'll have the option to send those to us. And on Friday, July 31st, we're going to have a big Facebook live stream party celebrating our racers. And you can be a part of that. So the Future of Freedom campaign are those three options, give, fundraise, race, and human trafficking. You could even combine the race and fundraising by creating a fundraising page and asking people to support your race. 
listen, it's going to be fun. And you'll know that you're supporting victim survivors of human trafficking and helping them receive the specialized care they need to get a fresh start. And that is pretty cool. The second opportunity actually will take place this fall, early this fall. The Dragonfly Home is hosting our fifth annual Crown of Beauty Gala. Now, normally the gala is a huge event at a pretty good sized venue in Oklahoma City. But this year, due to pandemic concerns, we've decided to make the gala virtual, which is going to be fun. I'm really excited about it. So for the cost of $25, which is much less than our in-person event, because the in-person event also provides a meal. So this year, you can attend the gala virtually. It's a live stream you can watch safely from your own home anywhere in the world. We're going to be sharing videos, survivor stories, performances, speakers, and more. We're putting together something really special. And it's a unique opportunity to participate even if you're not in the Oklahoma City area. Very cool. And like I just mentioned, your support will benefit Dragonfly's specialized services for victim survivors of human trafficking. That's it for my Dragonfly plug. I hope it's been interesting for you to hear more about how I make my impact on a day-to-day basis. And whether you decide to participate or not, I really enjoyed getting to share all of this with all of you. And now I'm going to share how I'm making my impact in a different way this summer and what this means for you in your life, listener. First, I am dedicating my July to working on my memoir during Camp NaNoWriMo. I know I've mentioned my memoir throughout, I mean, well, basically the entirety of this show's existence, but I realized I don't know that I've ever actually mentioned what it's about, or at least not in any kind of detail. So my memoir is actually what inspired the podcast. I started writing it in 2017, and I realized as I was writing it that leading up to co-founding and serving as leadership for Dragonfly, my whole life prepared me for doing just that. Looking back at my childhood, the ways I would engage in imaginative playtime, the fact that I've always throughout my life had an important cause that I not only cared about, but actively took upon myself to make a difference for my whole educational experience and post-law school days, all of it pointed to me wanting to make my impact for good in the world. And it actually took me starting to write all of this out on faith. I really felt that God put it on my heart to write it. It wasn't until I started that I started to see these patterns. I realized at some point that it had taken a lot of voices from different people sharing their stories. You know, that includes people I know personally, but people whose memoirs I'd read or podcasts I'd listened to or videos I'd watched. It taken all of these different voices to inspire me to take my own steps in making my impact. And so, you know, I went through that imposter syndrome for a while and I'm like, who am I to share anything? Hello, I am not famous. But then I got to thinking about all those voices that it had taken and whose voices still inspire me to this day. And I thought, well, maybe sharing my story in my own memoir could help someone else to do the same. And then the podcast idea grew out of that as a way to start inspiring and equipping people and making their impact before my memoir was even done. So now I am super excited to dedicate specific and like a longer period of time to writing it. And I'll definitely be sharing updates about that all along the way in future episodes. 
And now finally, I will clue you in on the next few weeks of the podcast. So in order to make the time to dedicate to my book, I needed to take a little bit of a break from the show, but I'm not going away entirely. For the next six weeks, I will share six mini episodes, each with a message to inspire and equip you for making your impact, but they will just be short messages on that theme. Then I'll come back on September 2nd with the start of Making Your Impact Season 4. I already have the first few episodes lined up, and let me tell you, they are going to be good. Now, in celebration of our 50th episode, still not believing it, it's time for a brand new Making Your Impact regular feature, and it's called Impacting Racism. In Impacting Racism, we discuss resources and topics that can equip us in building knowledge, developing empathy, and fighting racism. Today, I'm talking first about a super informative documentary by Ava DuVernay, and second, about some sitcoms by Kenya Barris. I recently watched the documentary 13th by Ava DuVernay, which Dragonfly staff watched all together a few weeks ago. This documentary is currently available on Netflix. It's two hours long, but it is so fast moving and informative, it just flies by. In a nutshell, in my own words, the documentary shows how the slavery of black people has really continued despite the ratification of the 13th Amendment in 1865. And so, which made us all think, well, that slavery had been abolished, right? But this documentary shows that the oppression has just been subtly and very patiently repackaged and continues to this day. DuVernay takes us through centuries and decades talking about how criminalization of specific behaviors, Jim Crow, lynching, the war on drugs, and mass incarceration were all developed to oppress Black, Indigenous, people of color, and are all forms of slavery just taking place right before our very eyes. It's eye-opening, so informative. My little nutshell can't do it justice, but I cannot recommend this documentary enough. It will really make you think, right, about the systems in our country. And hopefully, I think it would fire you up to fight racism. I know it did with me. So grab grab it on Netflix and, and view it. If you do, um, I'd certainly be interested to know what you think. Next, real quick, I want to talk about a collection of sitcoms by Kenya Barris. So, you know, the documentary is very serious, you know. But for me personally, in my free time, and I've been, I've talked about this on the show, I'm mostly going to be drawn to comedy. I think, well, first of all, working with the topic of human trafficking every day can get heavy. Now, I'm not complaining. This is what I want to do, and I'm so fortunate to get to do it. But I do need to be aware of introducing lightness into my heart when I'm not working on that. And so, you know, laughter is one of my most important coping mechanisms. So I watch a lot of comedy. And so you may have heard of this show by Kenya Barris, Blackish, which has been on ABC for six seasons. It's available on Hulu. I started watching it a couple seasons in and I've been sucked in ever since. Blackish shows this great family with hilarious parents and kids and grandparents. They're so endearing. And the show shares with the audience and educates the audience on Black people's experience and history in the context of the workplace, including specifically women in the workplace, in their neighborhoods, in school, and more. All with these characters who are so funny and so compelling. And, you know, their character development and their story arcs, man, they really grab you and suck you in. So that was my that was my first exposure to his work. But Kenny Barris is a prolific creator. And I have watched two of his other shows as well. One of them is called Grown-ish. And it 
uh, it follows the oldest daughter from Blackish when she goes off to college. And so this show continues kind of in the same spirit of sharing the experiences of people of color, but this time in the context of college and the classroom, preparing for the job search, that entry into early adulthood. But this time it's from the perspective of Gen Z, which is very interesting to me as a millennial because stories about Gen Z are so new. You know, they're young enough that we haven't heard a lot of those stories yet being told on TV shows. So I've really enjoyed that show a lot. And Grownish is on the Freeform channel, but you can watch it on Hulu as well. And then finally, Kenya Barris's newest show, I think it's his newest show, is called Hashtag Black AF, and it's on Netflix. Just be advised, the show is definitely not safe for work because, I mean, it's on Netflix, right? There's a lot of cursing because they can. But if that bothers you, maybe the show isn't for you. But I enjoyed it. It actually stars Kenya Barris himself uh, playing a fictional version of himself with a bunch of kids and um, his wife, and that's played by Rashida Jones one of my favorites. So again, you know, the show shares Black people's experience and it shares history, but it's all in the context of this family and the ways that they grow. And it is genuinely hilarious as well. But um, these are not all of his shows. He has created movies and other TV shows that you should check out. But these are the ones that I'm the most familiar with. And so I can personally recommend them. All of them have truly hilarious moments. They have really hard moments and they have poignant moments. I think they're really great. So give it a watch. Okay, everyone, that is a wrap on season three of Making Your Impact and the 50th episode. As always, let's end with your question of the up, your cue of the E. How do you plan on making your impact this summer? Big or small, I would love to hear about your plans. You can leave your answer to this question on the post for this episode. Episode 50 at Melissa Ike, E-I-C-K, on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, or at MJ Ike on Twitter. Thank you for listening to Making Your Impact. I'll be back next week starting our series of summertime mini-ups. Until then, please subscribe to this podcast to get inspired and remember that the world needs you to make your impact.